It's time to get serious about your time here on earth, said writer Anne Lamott, who kicked off the writing retreat I just attended in Santa Fe. It was an inspiring experience with great lessons for leaders as well. Writers and leaders actually have a lot in common. Even if you're not a writer and you don't even like to write, you'll benefit from the takeaways. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to CEO on the go. I hope my last episode got you thinking about what you're tolerating that needs to stop. It's a process, but hopefully you can tackle your tolerations one step at a time. I'm continuing to work on my own. But meanwhile, I'm just back from a very intense writing retreat that was held in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It was called a writing room. And a quick shout out to the organizers, Jacob Nordby, Sam Lamott, Claire Javino, There may be others that I'm missing, but it was just a wonderful experience. And of course, a writing retreat is not for everyone. When I told one of my clients I was planning to attend, he said, that sounds awful. I wonder if an auditor retreat would be more exciting. Um, And of course, he wasn't talking about the Santa Fe part, which was beautiful, by the way, I had never been. I didn't know exactly what to expect at the retreat myself, but knew I just needed to go there to jumpstart what had become a stalled writing project, something I was tolerating. I'm working on my next book. So there, I've said it on the podcast now. You know, the more publicly you talk about your goals and aspirations, the more likely they are to happen. So I'm kind of setting myself up to make it happen. You may not know that I've actually written some other books. My first book was Take the Bull by the Horns. I don't talk about it as much now. It was published a number of years ago, but it's still available on Amazon, um, mainly on Kindle. I'd forgotten I'd created an audiobook version of it as well. Um, There's heavy emphasis on personal growth and business growth in that book. So I'll include a link to the book in the show notes, something that I don't typically do, but you could check it out. Um, If you're interested, it's still valuable and relevant. If you like a quick and easy read that offers substance and some practical ideas that you can think about and implement as a leader. Um, I'd like to think that this podcast does the same. It helps you think and act in ways that help you be a better leader. So back to the writing retreat, it turns out writers and leaders actually have a lot in common when it comes to overcoming doubts, fears, anxiety. During the retreat, participants worked a lot on dealing with the voices in their heads. You know, who am I to write? Can I write in a way that will make the impact that I want? I feel like an imposter. What if I'm criticized? What if, what if I get bad reviews? And the same goes for leaders. You just substitute the word lead for write. Who am I to lead? Can I lead in a way that will make the impact that I want? Can I lead in a way that gets the message across? What if I'm criticized or get bad reviews as a leader? So we spent a significant amount of time determining and owning the kind of writer that we are. You know, it's hard to be objective about yourself. We met in small groups to bounce some ideas around and to see what sticks or feels, you know, congruent with the kind of writer you are. And and the truth is the kind of writer you are reflects the kind of person that you are. Sometimes we think we know ourselves so well, but it helps to get feedback from others who see you through a different lens. And in my case, one of the people in in my small group described me as quietly powerful. 
we each had to declare the kind of writer that we are. So I declared myself as a quietly powerful writer. It just seemed to fit me. If you had to describe yourself as a leader in just a few words, what would you say? Are you bold, timid, dedicated, clear, compassionate, quick-tempered, direct? Maybe you're friendly or thoughtful or impactful. It may be tempting to choose words like burned out or paranoid or insecure or exhausted or frustrated, but try to avoid those kinds of words. Choose words that you can associate with yourself that are more empowering. And more importantly, you know, what kind of leader do you want to be? Leaders and writers also share something else in common. They often feel overwhelmed. Like, how can you get this book project done? How will you get everything done on the projects that you're working on in your business? So we talked some about the importance of focusing on the who as opposed to the how. And I may have even done a separate episode on that topic, but it's worth bringing up again. Uh, The key takeaway is to spend more time on getting the right people to help you, the people on your team. As a leader, when you can get the right talent in place, it helps everything run so much more smoothly. You know, so many leaders are, are good at figuring out how to solve problems, how to achieve a specific goal. They're good at thinking through all aspects of the problem, and they typically have that bigger picture view. Some put extra pressure on themselves to figure things out, but then they get sucked into the weeds and they don't even realize it. And what happens is team members then become conditioned to rely on the leader as the problem solver. And in worst case scenarios, the team becomes apathetic. So they they think, oh, why am I even bothering? Or resentful. So get the right who's in place and let, let them work on the how. You don't have to figure everything out yourself. Get the right people in place. A practice that serves writers and leaders well is to share what they're working on and to get feedback. For writers, this can be terrifying because they're sharing something personal that they've created. It takes courage to share something that you've written from the heart and put it out there. Trust me, I know. But it's easier when you do that with other people you trust, other writers. That's why writers groups are so popular. In the same way, as a leader, you benefit by sharing something important that you're working on or something that you're even thinking about doing with other leaders or people that you trust. They're people that you can share where you're stuck or where you're having problems. So you need to ask for help and input and ideas regularly with people that you trust. Throughout the retreat, we were given writing prompts, and those are statements or questions to get our juices flowing. When given a prompt, you just put pen to paper and you write. It's just stream of consciousness. It helps to get to the truth of what you want to write and who you really are. It's deep stuff. And so I'll be leaving you with a couple of prompts today, but I also wanted to mention another exercise that might be of interest to you in the meantime. And it comes from you know one of the most inspiring speakers that we heard at the event. Her name's Julia Cameron, and she's author of The Artist's Way. She promotes the idea of what's called morning pages. And essentially, the idea is that when you wake up, you immediately write three pages. You write whatever you're feeling. She described the practice as sending a telegram to the universe. You capture what you like, don't like, what you want more of or less of, what you dream of, hope for, all stream of consciousness when you're freshest in the morning. It's the first thing you do. You don't check email, you don't turn on the TV, or let other forces kind of enter your space. She said it's okay to get your cup of coffee first if you need that. So that was uh, reassuring. (laughs) She said it's like a whisk broom poking into all the corners of your life, brushing debris into the center of the room to deal with it. 
It helps you move forward and it takes you to new heights. So I just share that with you if you'd like to try it, even if you're not a writer. I still think it would be a great creative practice to clear your head first thing in the morning. It will help you feel more clear, hopefully better, so you can lead better. And again, it doesn't matter what you write. No one's going to see it. It's just getting it out on paper. So many people at the retreat said that that practice alone had been life-changing. So why not give it a try? Too many people associate creativity solely with writers or artists, but creativity really permeates all of your leadership and your life in so many ways. And that's probably a future topic that we could talk about that would be fun, creativity and leadership. But today, I'd like to leave you with a couple of prompts that we had to respond to just to see what comes up for you. So you can pause this podcast if you're able to, or just write the prompts down and respond to them later today. Yes, today, because the reality is if you don't do it today, it's just not going to happen. But here are the prompts that were shared by another inspiring speaker at the retreat. His name was Ryan Spear. And his prompt was, when I am my best self, I am. I'll say it again. When I am my best self, I am. Fill in the blank or just start writing. Again, the prompt is, when I am my best self, I am. And then you go from there. Now, we had, uh, I guess it was like two or three minutes to just reflect on that prompt. And I can share what I came up with just off the top of my head. So I wrote, when I am my best self, I am creative, able to express whatever I feel without judgment. I'm my best self when I'm confident in who I am and what I can do. Um, when I'm my best self, I'm surrendered, trusting everything is okay, everything is working out. When I am my best self, I'm light, not taking things too seriously. When I am my best self, I'm giving, I'm feeling generous. When I am my best self, I'm learning something that I'm interested in. I'm connected, not feeling alone. I'm inspired. I'm active. You know how much I like to talk about moving, how important that is. Um, When I am my best self, I'm loving unconditionally, regardless of whatever's happening. Those are just some of my responses. I won't go on because there was more, but that just gives you a feel for my response. There's no right or wrong here. How would you respond to when I am my best self, I am? The second prompt he asked us is, what are you hoping to gain from your experience as a writer? And to translate that into leadership talk, I would say, what are you hoping to gain from your experience as a leader? What are you hoping to gain? I'm guessing it's something you don't often think about. Yes, you want, you know, to be compensated well, or maybe recognition. But other than those types of typical things that go along with being in a senior leadership role, you know, what is it that you really want? You probably don't think about it because you're driving results, making decisions, firefighting, As a CEO or other leader, you've got to keep the ship going in the right direction while you're addressing a lot of obstacles that get in the way. And it might seem selfish to think about what you want from your experience. I encourage you to think about what you really want to gain from your experience as a leader so you can make it happen. The right way to grow, and that's W-R-I-T-E, the right way to grow yourself as a leader is powerful. It requires taking the time to capture your thoughts, reflect, and get feedback, much like good writers do. Now is the time to get serious about the kind of leader you really want to be. I'm sure I'll have more insights to share from the writing retreat in future episodes, but I'll stop for now. Even just those last two questions or prompts I shared with you should be enough for today. See what comes up for you, and I'd love to know your thoughts. Speaking of which, did you know you can actually send me a voice message through the podcast site? 
I haven't mentioned that in a really long time. Uh, the, the podcast site is CEO on the go podcast.com. Make sure you include the word podcast CEO on the go podcast.com where you can see all the episodes, the, the 170 so far that I've created. Um, as I've said before, I have to listen to my own voice way too much and it would be great to hear your voice too. So feel free to use that feature if you'd like to, because I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of the week being the awesome leader you are and doing the the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.